G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Tuesday, good to get an update on things that are happening. The breaking news as it's coming from Israel and the Middle East and those events around the world that are impacting on that particular region. Ron Ross is joining us once again. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, one of the big things that could impact on issues to do with Israel and the Middle East, of course, is the meeting of world leaders that's happening in New York at the moment. Our Prime Minister is there. Malcolm Turnbull is among the mix of what is the biggest gathering of world leaders this year. But one of the especially important issues when it comes to Israel and the Middle East, a meeting between President Barack Obama and Benjamin Netanyahu. They're meeting tomorrow. Yeah, and it should be a very interesting meeting. Uh, The venue sounds quite casual, but the agenda is not. Obama and Netanyahu will have face-to-face discussion about the agreement that will provide Israel with 3.8 billion US dollars in military aid each year for the next 10 years, a $38 billion deal that has certainly triggered controversy on the Israeli political landscape between the White House and Congress, and even between Netanyahu and his traditional American political base of support, conservative Republicans. Uh, One of the uh, real difficulties of this particular deal is that the entire amount will be spent on buying uh, equipment from the United States. So it certainly subsidizes uh, the uh, weapons uh, manufacturing industry in the U.S., And uh, locally in Israel, uh, there's a concern that it will impact on local production. Obama will also press Netanyahu to be much more enthusiastic about his so-called two-state solution. Uh, An easy statement to make, but a difficult one to uh, bring into being. The two men have reportedly not communicated directly in the last 10 months although they did pull off the $38 billion deal without consultation with Congress, and apparently it was worked out between Netanyahu and Obama's uh, various administrations, and uh, it's under great scrutiny at the moment. Some saying that if they'd waited, if Netanyahu had waited until next year, he could indeed have got $7 billion more, but time will tell. Watch this space. There's some big issues happening in the nation of Israel and ongoing terror attacks at the weekend. It's continuing, Ron, and a whole lot of terror attacks that happen within the borders of Israel that we don't necessarily hear about. These ones have been quite serious, though. It's almost like it's lined up with what's happening in New York and New Jersey at the moment. There's so many attacks in America and there have been one after another in Israel. More recently, Israeli border police were attacked yesterday afternoon outside the Tomb of the Patriarchs in Hebron by two knife-wielding Arab terrorists. The terrorists were both shot and neutralized during the attack, one fatally. 
One border police officer was lightly wounded in the course of the attack. Another uh, attack took place uh, when a male and female border police officer was stabbed from behind and seriously wounded on Monday morning by an unidentified terrorist who was shot between Damascus and the Herod Gates outside of Jerusalem's old city. Scary to think how often my wife and I visited that particular location. An IDF officer was moderately to seriously wounded in a Palestinian stabbing attack in the West Bank settlement of Bifrat on Sunday morning in what was the sixth incident of violence over the weekend. It certainly escalated and has got Israel on red alert. Interested in what's being reported, Ron, when it comes to the issues in Syria and these accidental or these errant airstrikes, uh, the US and Russia, they're at odds after the US has been accused, and Australia is a part of all of this as well, as I understand it, it is confirmed that it was an Australian plane that was involved, but the US accused of this errant airstrike, which killed as many as 62 Syrian army troops, but there's also uh, the American-made bombs that were used in the attacks on, uh, on a hospital. What's the latest, Ron? The Amnesty International Rights Group has targeted the U.S. and charging it was American-made bombs that were dropped on a Yemeni hospital by Saudi aircraft flying in support of the Yemeni government. According to the media group AI, 19 civilians died when a hospital located in Abs controlled by the Houthi Iranian-backed Shiite rebels, was hit by the Saudi fighters. The incident occurred on August the 15th, featured the use of an American paveway precision-guided smart bomb. AI said it is outrageous that the U.S. continues to provide sophisticated arms to the Saudis, given their record of bombing civilian sites, including hospitals. Of the more than 6,600 people who have died since the conflict began in March 2015, most are civilians. A very sad statistic. Have you heard any more, Ron, on the accusations that are coming to uh, the US-led coalition, of which Australia is a part, about what happened with the errant airstrike that killed 62 Syrian army troops? No, all we've seen is that the Americans have uh, apologised and they've immediately uh, attacked Russia uh, for being moralistic in their claims about the Americans when uh, the Russians have been continually killing innocent people and attacking uh, innocent people in the course of this Syrian tragedy. Uh, I think it's been... Uh, recognised by our Prime Minister and by the United States as a tragedy, uh, but it's just part of the terror of war. There's even an overnight breaking story that I heard about a little earlier that uh, Syrians and Russia have been now accused of bombing aid trucks. And I know that there's a wider story so far as aid goes uh, because the Syrian truce has basically expired uh, but trucks that were in Turkey with aid never even got into into the borders of Syria. That's exactly right. The primary motivation for the seven-day truce in the Syrian civil war uh, has expired, and it was meant to bring humanitarian supplies 
to those trapped in war-torn areas of Syria. But because the truth never managed to reach the critical mass where the UN felt its drivers could safely travel inside of Syria, the trucks loaded with necessities and waiting in Turkey for the signal to roll are still waiting in Turkey. The Syrian government never issued the permits necessary for the trucks to enter the country. In Aleppo alone, 270,000 people desperately waited for the relief trucks that never came. How sad is that? It is very sad. Let's end on a high and a lighter note here, Ron. A rare golden Roman coin has been discovered in Jerusalem. What's the story? Yeah, made of gold and featuring the image of Nero. It's been discovered in Jerusalem. An archaeologist just announced that in recent days. Over 1,900 years old, the coin likely dates to the year 56 or 57 AD, around 13 years before the Romans destroyed Jerusalem. The coin is said to be exceptional because this is the first time that a coin of this kind has turned up in Jerusalem in a scientific dig. Shimon Gibson, an archaeologist and professor at the University of North Carolina, has said in a statement, The coins of this type are usually only found in private collections where we don't have clear evidence as to their place of origin. It's a valuable piece of personal property and wouldn't have been cast away like rubbish or casually dropped, he said. It's conceivable that it ended up outside these structures in the chaos that happened as this their area was destroyed. Nero, the Roman leader on the coin, ruled the emperor empire from 54 to 68 AD and isn't thought to have travelled to Jerusalem himself. The text surrounding his bust on the coin is Nero Caesar AVGIMP. Well, no doubt rare coin collectors would be very excited about that discovery. Hungry for it. (laughs) Ron, great getting your insights, as always. uh, Love our updates on a Tuesday. Just gives us real context as we know what's going on in the Middle East, as we know what's going on with the nation of Israel and the miraculous nation of Israel, as so many recognise since its inception back in 1948, and certainly a part of what's happening in the day-to-day news activity of the world. Ron, great talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Bye-bye. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.